This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker-Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process in discussions between the authors, narrators, producers, and post-production teams that bring them all together, as well as guests who have listened to the audiobooks and have questions for the creative teams. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. I am so excited to have with me today Bethel Barr. Bethel is the author of Crystal Corridor of Light. This is an audiobook that I had the privilege and thorough enjoyment of narrating. So Bethel, thank you so much and welcome. Well, thank you, Becky. I appreciate that we're doing this and that that I have a chance to have this interview. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, getting, uh, learning more and about you and your writing process and also, you know, some of the information and messages that you've brought forth in your book. So if it's okay, I, I would love to hear just a little bit more about the writing itself. So I know like in the book, We learned a little bit about how you ended up writing a book, but I'd love to dive just a little deeper if we could into that process, what that was like for you. And and can you tell us like how it got started and what that process of writing this book was like for you? Well, because I never in this lifetime consciously aspired to write a book, it was shocking to me to learn that that was what I had agreed to do before I came here. I always liked and enjoyed writing. I've written many blogs, but writing a book was different. And and I thought of many topics, you know, and biography was one of them. But I thought, oh, no, I'm not doing that. And um, because that, and that was the hardest part, that that putting myself, Mm. opening my heart, and telling the public all my feelings and, you know, the, yeah. the emotions that came on a spiritual path. But I couldn't do it without being honest. I couldn't write the book without yeah. that honesty. So I, I yeah. did. I came from the heart. It was very difficult in lots of ways. And because of that reluctance, I dragged my feet quite a bit at the beginning and, and I, I resisted writing it because it meant I needed to put myself out there to everyone. And, you know, my parents and my own spiritual, my parents' death, both of them. Yeah. And that's in the book. And, and my own path has been such an amazing, incredible path that it's so right. special to me. So to, to put that in a book was was difficult, and I did resist. And finally, I just realized, yeah. you know what? I have to do this. Well, talking to myself, I I need to do this. So I just 
I just did it. And it, but it took quite a while for me to, to reach that point where I could yeah. Yeah. come from the heart. What you bring up is so powerful, I think, because uh, I mean, I come from the, uh, you know, training and acting. And this is, this is exactly what we also do as actors is make ourselves vulnerable. I haven't always thought about the writing process as much in that light. But what you're saying is so true, is that really that is a process of opening ourselves up, which can be scary in this world that feels sometimes so judgmental about, you know, who we are or what we think or what we do. So kudos to you, because that takes strength and it takes courage to be able to do that. And what a beautiful message you've brought forth in this book. So many messages. I, I just think the more beings that are you know that have the courage to bring forth and share with the with the rest of the world you know with these messages is is going to help us all so one of the things that that really stood out to me was how you expressed about how sometimes when we share the truth of our experiences and this is that becoming vulnerable right that others judge us yes and your decision to share these experiences in that light I think is is just such an expression, a beautiful expression of trust and of love. And I'd love to hear more uh, if if you have more to share about the that decision to write and to publish in the face of that. I'm, I'm just starting to do some videos that are replacing my blogs on my website. And the first one I did was uh, labeled, Are You a Warrior of Light? Mm. And it was the very first one I've ever done. And uh, it's not great, but it's not bad. But the message is in there. And that's what we have to do in order to carry on uh, no matter what, no matter what happens and and no matter what we're faced with. And I have committed my life to this path. And... um, that hasn't been easy, but nobody said it would be easy. You know, <laughs> there's many souls on this planet that um, have a much more difficult path than I chose. But as far as the judgmental part, that never really bothered me very much because there's a, a brief chapter in my book called The Call of the Soul. And when uh, an aspirant or a disciple follows that call and commits themselves to that path. You, you begin, you, you, when you start learning the truth of existence here is all about, then it's like, you know, too much, you can't go back because right. going back <laughs> is not an option. Going forward is the only way we can move. And I've just dedicated and committed to this path. And the the importance of what's contained within that book supersedes my feelings. It superseded my feelings of lack of confidence in that I could even do it. And it superseded the judgment that I might attract. Because that doesn't matter to me. And, and uh, 
a, a wise little person said to me one time, and I put this in my book, what other people think of me is none of my business. That's their world. So everyone has their own level that they operate on. Right. And if we all would just accept each other yes. and each other's path and where everyone is on their path, it, it, would, be, it would be helpful. <laughs> But it would, wouldn't it? The yeah. judgment yeah. never really bothered me. Uh, yeah, that's great. And and what a gift then for all those people who are really eager for this kind of information. I w- it was so exciting when I, you know, in reading about the when you first started to find your people, you know, sort of first find, finding your tribe, you know, the people that, that have more of an awareness and are eager and ready for that light and that truth. It, I just remember it was like it brought tears to my eyes because I was like, oh, yes. It's in some ways, you know, we, uh, we think about when in the publishing world, you know, we think about like finding our audience. It was similar to that, but a little bit more like finding your family, you know. There are so many souls who are looking for answers, and they don't know where to look. I didn't. I just kept looking. And and then everything just kind of fell into place, and, and the answers came. The more I moved forward, the more I learned, and life finally began made sense to me. It never did before, before I started this path. But there's a lot of people that are starting to question the status quo, starting to say, why is our world in such a mess? And it's simply because we put ourselves ahead of others and it's lack of acceptance of others and it's lack of understanding of others. And and when a, an aspirant, a di- disciple, a seeker, whatever you want to call us, reaches for spirit, reaches and makes that connection with the higher dimensions, that's where the answers are. And that's where our, our real power is in making that connection. And, yeah. and uh, it's just an amazing journey once, once that happens. Um, and we, we begin to learn the truth of what is really going on. Yeah. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. In your book, you share some channeled messages. And I just would love it if you would share a little bit about your experiences in channeling, what that is like, you know, what either what it feels like or what that experience is like. I don't know if that's something that can be described, but I would, I think, People would be really interested. I, I know I would be. I always had this urge where I wanted to. I wanted to channel. I wanted to bring in those incredible messages of love and hope and encouragement. Yeah. And and I always felt inadequate. I thought, how am I supposed to do this? And once I realized to quit expecting it to happen in a certain way, it just happened. And that's what happens. We have expectations about how something is going to happen. And then that's kind of a blockage. And and when we just allow, then it's much Mm -hmm. easier when we're willing and we just say, okay, and that's what I did. You know what? I want to do this. 
but the messages came to me in a variety of ways, not just one way. I, like I would have clear audience. I would hear a voice right beside me, like three feet from me. And it was always on the right side. It was like somebody was standing there and I looked, nobody was there, but I heard this voice. And usually those messages were very short, like a sentence. And um, then I would get words just pop into my head. And spirit will give us what we need, the way we will, would best understand it. And I did a lot of meditation. I still do, not as much as I did. But that was my main avenue was because in meditation, we relax, open ourselves up and allow more easily. I'm also a, a dedicated walker and I walk every day. And as I'm walking along, thoughts will randomly come into my head. And pretty soon I realize those thoughts are given to me for a reason. So then my mind starts to head in a specific direction. And pretty soon I receive a knowing. I just know the answer to something that I've been pondering. And then in meditation, when I channeled the mother goddess, that was um, most of it was in meditation. And I had my, I have a little recorder, not very big. And I, I started recording as because I thought this is great. This is special. Yeah. So I started recording it and then yeah. I thought it was finished. So I, I finished my meditation, went for a walk, but something told me to take my recorder. So I took my little recorder, put it in my mm. pocket and I was almost finished my walk when I thought, well, I guess I made a mistake. I guess there's no more coming through. And then it started to come in again. So I took the recorder in my pocket and I recorded out there on my walk. And so that was the Mother Goddess. Archangel Michael's message is um, very short. And uh, it's in my book right after the introduction. And that one is also very special to me. I received that in meditation. And um, I think it's, um, of course, it's told to us by an archangel. So, of course, it's beautiful. But I just love the way the words, the way Archangel Michael put those words together to give to me. It was a was a huge gift. And I wanted to share it. And um, some of them I, I channeled during some of my classes because I, 10 years or more, I hosted classes on Meetup. Mm-hmm. I get most of my uh, information as a knowing, but it will also come in if I'm hosting a meeting. I will sometimes feel an influx of energy coming in through my crown chakra and it comes into my body. And uh, especially it used to happen when we were in the middle of a discussion, like the group, and if spirit was always there. So if they wanted to interject then I received this um, huge influx of energy. And that told me there was something they wanted to give to the group. So then I would Mm -hmm. allow their words to come through. And uh, sometimes like it would come in as energy and I can't really explain it much better than I just knew what to say. And uh, Mm -hmm. I've received, I do some counseling as well, spiritual counseling. I'm not a doctor. This is spiritual counseling. And I will receive um, messages that uh, are important to the person that I'm working with. 
and um, yeah, they they will say things in a different way than I do. So I just know well that came from them. Let's take a short pause and come right back. Getting your memoir into audio can be a delicate process, best treated with a nurturing and supportive approach. Many authors assume that when a memoir is recorded, it needs to be in the author's voice. And while sometimes that is best, it is not always the best option. At Pro Audio Voices, we'll work through that decision with you and support you in the production process, whichever way you choose. If you decide to narrate, we set you up for success with a range of options. From having an audio engineer and director on the line for every recording session, to getting you properly set up for recording on your own. If we hire a professional narrator, we'll make sure the voice is the right fit for you and your memoir. At Pro Audio Voices, your story is important to us. Let's inspire the world together. We're back with Bethel Barr, author of Crystal Corridor of Light. You brought up a couple of really interesting things in your description. Uh, one was about that feeling of knowing and that you recognize that, right? And and I, it seems to me like there are, um, that a part of, of our work as seekers is to open ourselves and per, sort of prepare ourselves in a, a sort of quieting of the chaos and noise of the the world in general, so that we can have those moments of clarity around, oh yeah, I know this thing. Or to even, and the other thing that you mentioned was about, you would have thoughts. And I was reminded, you know, when I meditate, often, as soon as I start meditating, then the clarity of thought is it's just so much clearer you know, oh, okay, these are the things. And then I'll like stop and write them down. But, you know, that recognizing the thought as something that we're receiving. So often we have this idea of either we're thinking like we're trying to solve a problem kind of thinking, like I am intentionally thinking through something, or we're just like at the mercy of whatever is in our field, you know, there's something more you've touched on there. Yeah. Spirit will tell us that we all channel. And in fact, I believe that Sananda, Lord Sananda, Jesus gave me that. And that is in my book. We all channel. We just don't recognize it. Like we channel love and we channel lots mm. of energies, but we're channeling information when we don't even realize it. We think it's our idea, but we have a, a team of angels and guides and, and beings working with us all of the time, including our high self. There's, yeah. there's ascended masters, there's archangels, there's Archangel Michael said one time, call on spirit. Now I don't remember his exact words, but call on us. And then what he did say that I remember that, that were his words is, there are many unemployed angels out there. So, so <laughs> call on spirit, you know, and, and, and they're, they're just willing and ready to help. 
We just have to make the effort and ask. Sometimes they help us when we don't reach out. But when we do reach out, it makes it a lot better. They can give us more. They can come in more often. We just have to recognize that they're there and allow that connection. It is so incredible. And once someone actually feels that and knows there's this consciously knows that they have made that connection. You know, I just want to keep talking to them. I chatter with them all the time. It's quite wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, so beautiful. This brings me right to my, my next question is, what would you like readers to and listeners to take away from these, the messages from your oh, book, I guess? The book is about assistance. It's about assisting other seekers. That's all it's ever been about. I didn't mm-hmm. start it because I wanted to. I started it because... Mm-hmm. It was part, I rec- I realized that it was part of my mission here. It was part of the work that I do. And I, so of course, I mean, I wasn't going to say no, I'm not going to write it. And I just didn't know how to go about it. But it's everything I have learned has been so beneficial to me, not only on the path of spirituality, but just in good all-round living and looking at the person in the grocery store not judging them and and understanding that maybe they're having yeah. a bad day or something it's it's helped me in my day-to-day living accepting and understanding the others and the world around me and why things are the way they are and that's what's so needed i think is that people don't they don't accept others because They don't understand that we're all one, that we're all here. Everyone's playing a role. Karma has something to do with it. And there's really no good or bad. And if we hadn't, if humanity hadn't suffered oppression over the eons, we wouldn't have had a chance to grow because you can't really make a lot of movement in forward and evolution if everything's nice nice all the time it's only through adversity that we right. learn to overcome situations and and mm-hmm. the yeah. negative energies yeah. so it, it's yeah. all about helping mm-hmm. thank you it's all about helping others it's not about anything else yeah that's beautiful let's chat just a little bit about the audiobook and it's specifically and the process i know that when we first talked you were thinking that you might need to record it yourself. And then we ended up, we explored having me narrate it. So um, can you tell I me a little bit about to. that decision? I would just love to tell the world what a wonderful narrator you are, Becky. And the reason I wanted to do it myself was because those are my words. And I put them on, on paper. <laughs> I wrote them. And of course, some of it is spirit, you know, from spirit as well. Because as I would write, I would channel often. But because it was my work, I thought there was nobody else that could bring it across to the public like I could. And then Mm -hmm. I realized that you're the professional in that area, not me. And Mm -hmm. I just felt like 
you were the one that needed to do it. And there, there was my knowing again, I guess. And, and when I, the first time I listened to the audio version after you sent it to me, it was very emotional. And, and I, I didn't even really realize until then how good you were at what you do. <laughs> and, uh, and as far <laughs> as you. the rest, the interaction that I've had with your company, Pro Audio Voices, has been a very positive experience. And I would happily recommend your company to anyone because I've been very satisfied when I chose your company, I had a few other choices, but I followed mm-hmm. my knowing. I, well, I followed my intuition, my my instinct. I just, I didn't know any of you. I just chose you because mm-hmm. that's what felt right. And I haven't been sorry. So yeah. Yeah. Great. I guess I can't really add to that. It's been a, a very positive experience. And I'm glad that you narrated it so instead of me. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I got to narrate it because it was, I love the material. And just, you know, when I am narrating an author's book, I, it's like I get to step inside your shoes for a little bit. You know, I get to, to be, a, it's a very intimate for me as a narrator that relationship with the material because it is, you know, it's all the, the oneness of it all becomes very real for me. You know, the oneness of you with the words and the words with me and me with you. I was pretty uh, truthful. I, I was a bit surprised at how good you were and, and how, how you did just that, how you got inside of my head sort of, you know, or my heart, whatever, mm-hmm. and and was able. You were able to bring the message across, and it it felt to me like you were coming from the heart. And uh, yeah, I, I was mildly surprised, but pleased. You did a good job, and and uh, Thank you. I'm very happy. I entrusted my special work to you because it is very dear to my heart. Thank you. Let's let our listeners know how they can learn more about you and your stories. What is the website that they should visit? The website is Crystal Corridor of Light, but I've had for the actual name of it, it's Crystal Corridor Light dot com. Crystal Corridor Light, right? Yeah, there's no of in it, and uh, there's uh, on there. On that website is all the links to the books. Great. And and then I will be putting the audio one on as well when I get that from uh, the publisher. Great. Very good. Well, Bethel, I want to thank you so much for this time with me. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Uh, This again is Bethel Barr, author of Crystal Corridor of Light. Thanks, Bethel. Thank you, Becky. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. 
Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.